Thank you for holding on. I greatly appreciate it. We got Dr. Jessica Levy, holistic vet here today. So hopefully you got some questions for her. And then what does Corgi mean in Welsh? Blind shepherd, always yapping, furry sausage, or dwarf dog? What do you think, Rochelle? I did it again, Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I don't. I like furry sausage. Furry sausage. That is cute. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> what do you think, Doctor Jess? I'm going for dwarf dog. Yep. Ding ding ding. It means in Welsh, dwarf dog. God really had a good sense of humor putting a uh, yeah. corgi together. Honest to Pete, that is dynamite in a short package. Now I want you to say corgi with a Welsh accent. I don't even know what a Welsh accent. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Let's head to the phones. We got people patiently waiting. All right, we've got Julie, who's got a dog with behavioral issues. Oh, yeah, don't we all? <laughs> How you doing, Julie? Hi there. Um, yeah, I'm calling because I have a five-month-old puppy that is getting really stubborn. Okay. When I go to take her outside, ask her to go outside or try and get her to go in her kennel, she'll lay down on all fours, belly to the floor, and won't move. Okay, and then what do you do? Well, I try and coax her to get up. Sometimes I literally go over and lift her up on the belly, and if I get her on all fours, then she'll finally move. I have her on a leash in the house. Okay, good. But um, I don't know what to do with her. Okay, what kind of dog? What breed? Um, She is a mix of a Springer and a Labradoodle. Okay, how many pounds? About 28. Okay. And have you had a sense of pup? Okay. Okay. The thing is, what you're doing is that she doesn't see you as a strong leader, not worth following. Okay. Apparently you don't have boundaries and you're not, you don't tell, you know, there isn't a consequence to what she does. So she, they, they test to see who you are by just flopping down. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to beg me and bribe me? Or are you going to say, Hey, this is not acceptable behavior. Let's go. And so the thing is, is what you do is that uh, a squeaker toy moves almost every dog on earth. If you, if you, uh, you know, you can get those little replaceable squeaker, uh, squeakers in bulk, you know, for dog toys. And you put one yep. like in your hand, or if you got a small squeaker toy, you know, just say if they, t- if they, you know, if they lay down, you know, then just hit the squeaker. Hey, let's go. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, and let's go. And then anytime you ask her to put, you go into the kennel, always use a treat, just a small one. I'm not a treat trainer, okay? But the thing is, is that we want to get the dog thinking of his kennel as a, you know, a great place. You're going to feed him in the kennel, okay? So that when he goes in the kennel, great things happen. Sometimes you close the door when you throw a treat in there, and sometimes you don't. But you use the same word, kennel, and it's got to sound happy, perky, positive. Uh, let's say you're going to the kennel, and the dog lays on the ground. Oh, um, thank you for having the, the leash on, because then you've got something to you know to touch, okay, instead of just going up to the dog. And so what you just do is squeak, 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 let's go, kennel, 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 let's go. Make it a just, I, you just, you know what I mean, instead of get to your kennel, or this is getting ridiculous, okay, don't be doing that. What you got to do is be a leader worth following where you got your poop in a group and that the dog will test you a little bit but not extremely (laughs) now when you go for walks when you go for walks how does that go she won't walk she doesn't won't leave our yard we try to take her for a walk and she just sits down and wants to go back to our yard okay do you have the underground fencing nope oh good okay okay well see right there that's a power play for the dog okay and see now if uh if you were the mom you know, of this of dog, if the pup sat down and said, I'm not going, you know what mom would do? Mom would come over, grab him around the neck with her teeth and take, yes, you are going. 
<laughs> okay. Right. And so what it is is that you don't want to be mean by no means to a dog. But what you got to do is you have the leash on, you pull forward, and then let it, you know, and then release it. You pull forward and then release it back to the dog. Pull forward. And the whole time, we're not considered, we're not worried about heel or anything like that. It's just being the tear leader of, hurry up, let's go, we could do this. Yay, yay, yay. When the dog gets up and takes a couple steps, you stop and then you, and oh, very nice, very nice. Look at you. Then we take a couple steps more. Oh, yay. Build the willingness for that dog to walk with you and not just slam on the brakes. Okay. But most. Most people okay. don't do it right. They keep pulling the dog, and that you don't want that because it's hard on the dog. Obviously, the dog's neck and their feet and the whole kitten boodle. Okay, and so it's kind right. of like a little dance that I teach people how to do. So you could give it a shot. You know, your hands are just relaxed at your side, and you just pull for you know forward just a little bit. Not you know like uh, let's say twelve inches forward. Okay, if that, and okay. then you can let your hand go back to your you know your side. Then you pull about twelve inches forward. You know, and then let your hand go back to the side. So what you're showing the dog is where it is loose, and just have it on. The, just hold on to the handle of the leash. Okay. And so what you, okay. so then you just pull forward and then release and pull forward. It's kind of like a little dance. And then, then as long as it, when the mini dog takes a couple steps, then you just stop. Oh, very nice. Look at you. Look at you. Never stop when the dog stops. The dogs learn how to do that to humans really quick. Watch me stop you. I'll just stop. And then what do you do? You do. But if you can see the dog starting to, you know, lag, I right, let's go. Let's go. Yay. 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 And so then it is your idea to stop, not the dog's idea to stop. So what you can do okay. is, um, you know, but it's all in the voice, the high pitch, don't demand, don't command. Um, you, yeah, you can br- try bribing them with treats. I'd rather bribe them with me so they're doing it for me and not for the treat. All right. And then like a squeaker toy, squeak, squeak, squeak. Let's go. Let's go. And then when the dog starts walking better with you, because they're going to go from being behind you to trying to being out in front of you, like a, a good, a, a, as they run by you, you know. And so then pretty yeah. soon they learn where they need to be, which is at your left side. Idealistically, you want the dog's shoulder by your left side. And the thing is, is to go for, um, you know, like a, and start going for shorter walks when the dog starts going for a walk with you. The norm is if you want to break it down by pu- puppy culture dog. Dot com is four months old, four blocks, five months, five blocks, six months, six blocks, and that's round trip. That's three out and three back. All right, people okay. way over exercise their young dogs because their joints don't seal until two years old, and so that's why what we want to do is keep the exercise physical minimal. All right, and exercise their brain and teach them words and teach them manners and such like that. And so then when they get older, their joints seal right. Now we don't have our early arthritic dog. All right. So that's what you just got. If you need help, uh, you can sign up for a private lesson with me up at Katie's Canines. Or you can get into one of my uh, beginner one start here classes. It's just a one time hour and a half. And so then what it is, just showing you what need and how to do it. And then you can, I've had quite a few dogs where they just plant it, you know, big labs. And I got them walking like they've been walking all their life in about five, ten minutes. Because all it is is a dog, okay. you know, looks at you like, well, I guess that's not working, is it? <laughs> exactly. Okay. Okay. So uh, be yeah, a good leader that's that. worth following. Say again? Got it. Okay. All right. I appreciate your time. Thank you. You bet, kiddo. Take it. Thank you for the call. Bye-bye. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, the, uh, Dr. Jess, as in your business, too, do you see most owners walking their dogs into you or 
carrying them to you because the dog doesn't, well, the, the, there's a lot of vets that, do, I mean, dogs that don't want to go to the vet. <laughs> oh, I, I think most dogs walk their owners. Oh, definitely. I, I totally agree with that. But I shouldn't have done that. Too late. <laughs> but the other thing, too, is that uh, with young dogs, it's like it's it's a learning process. They have to learn how to walk nicely on a leash. Yes. It, you're not going to, you know, it's not worth putting a leash on the dog. And then, you know, especially with a very young dog, I see a lot of people who are frustrated with them. And it's like, well, but they but they have to learn. And, yes. and the world is exciting. And yes. there are squirrels and leaves and the neighbors and bicycles. Yep. And so... You know, it's just kind of a process. I just know from my own dogs, um, you know, my shepherd, I had a very difficult time walking him for the first year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we had yeah. to we'd figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to understand what you want from what the words are, what they mean. You're teaching. You're a teacher. Yeah. And you they speak a dog. You speak English. So it's like they know Spanish. You know English. You got to learn a little Spanish. They so got to learn a little English. <laughs> Yeah, the flip side, too, is that at first it's it's not fun to walk a dog who, you know, pulls and doesn't listen and barks at other dogs. And right. But on the other hand, you know, you you don't get you don't get better from not doing it. So you have to get out there and do it. Even if it's not fun. No, I know. And the thing, but just working people, uh, they give up too easy and they don't want to hurt their dog, which is understandable. I get that. Well, then call a trainer. OK, and yep. we'll show you how to do it correctly. You know, Katie's Canine, this is a real nice place. But anyway, we got to run to break here. What historical figure owned the most dogs? Okay, King George, Genghis Khan, um, Kala, um, oh, I can't know how to say it, Abraham Lincoln. What is it? K-U-B-L-A-I-K-H-A-N. Who's, you know what that is? Kublai Khan. Oh, is it? Thank you. I'm really bad. So, oh, George, King George III. I didn't see that. Didn't have glasses on. <laughs> okay, Genghis Khan and whatever she said, and or Abraham Lincoln. What historical figure owned the most dogs? We'll be back. Hello, hello. There we go. Okay. Whoopsies. I, I moved it down too far. Okay. What historical figure owned the most dogs? King George III, Genghis Khan, Kublai. What did you say? Kublai Khan. Yeah, thank you. Or Abraham Lincoln. Who do you think, Rachel? I'm going to go with King George. Okay, who do you think? Genghis Khan. Uh, nope. It's hey, the Cuba Lee guy. We can't say that one. <laughs> yeah, we didn't want to say it. That's why we didn't say that K-U-B-L-A-I-K-H-A-N. He kept a kennel of 5,000 mastiffs used for hunting and dogs of war. Isn't that something? 5,000 mass, English mastiffs. Can you believe that? That was probably very stinky. Oh, man. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay, let's get to the phone. All right, we've got Jean on the line. She's got a dog with bladder infections. Okay. Hey, Jean, how Hi. you doing? I'm okay. Good. What can um, we do for you? Well, I've got one of those uh, cream uh, golden retrievers. Okay. Um. And she's about three years old. Yep. And she's um, she's been getting constant uh, bladder infections, and I've been taking her to um, oh to the doctor uh, to her doctor, and we tried oh god um, all kinds of medications. I'm up probably oh. Uh, Sometimes, if it's really bad, um, probably four or five times a night. Okay. Uh, what kind of food are you feeding? Uh, 
science, diet, uh, okay, uh, yep. premium, um, that yep. premium stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then um, any sub or any supplements at all? Uh, no. Okay. How how long has this been going on? Oh God, probably a good year and a half, probably. And have you done x-rays, ultrasound? Not yet. That's, that is actually the next thing I'm going to uh, require. What it's, are you waiting try- for? Yes. No, we're, we're trying. This is the last thing we're trying. She's going in for um, other, you know, for just some other things, just regular things. and Like what regular I'm, things? Yeah, that was well, a- just her regular shots. No, you know? no, don't be doing no regular no. things. You have to figure out what's wrong with this dog, okay? Your dog's immune system, from what it sounds like, is... In the toilet. Hey, I I was going to put it a little more delicately. Okay. Your dog's immune system's in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and so you need to figure this out, and you need to get her back out of the toilet before you do anything else. And you did more okay. damage. So... Yeah. Oh. Because that's part of the okay. cause. That's part of what put your dog in the toilet. So, okay. yes to x-ray. Yes to abdominal ultrasound if x-ray does not show anything. Um and okay. you need to figure this out. This so you know, if you have a puppy, it is very common to see puppies as they're going through the series, you know, they get the boosters every four weeks, blah, 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 yeah. the distemper, and then they get the rabies vaccine at the end. Um, it's very common to see puppies have all sorts of symptoms during that time. They get diarrhea, they get coughs, they get skin rashes, they get UTIs, um, and all those things are their bodies trying to detox from the vaccines. But usually that's not allowed to happen. They're given antibiotics and they stick to the vaccine schedule. Now, when you have a dog who's an adult, everything's going along fine. Everything's normal. And then your dog gets a UTI. That is a big red flag. Why would that be happening? You don't just get a UTI out of the blue. And so Uh. one UTI, one round of antibiotics. Okay, fine. We'll let it go. Something happened with the immune system. Maybe it's fixed. The next UTI. No, you need to start investigating this. There is a problem. Okay. That is a big okay. red flag. Okay. If I woke up in the morning and had a UTI, I would start thinking, ah, what happened to my immune system? Where did I, where did I anger it? Yeah. How do I fix it? Etc. So that's how I would think with this dog. And, okay. Mm-hmm. And so I, the thing is, like, I would look at really uh, repairing this issue. Now, obviously... You, you can't say a whole lot about well, like what exactly you should do without having the information of the x-ray and possibly the ultrasound. Right. And, you know, maybe even um, some blood tests. Has a urine culture been done? Yeah, I've gotten a urine sample. Right, yeah. right, right. But a culture where they send the sample, send the urine sample to the lab to have it grown to see if any bacteria grow. No, no, I don't think so. No, 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 no. Okay, no. you have to do that have to do it because because you need to find out now you're on like a fact-finding mission you need to find out is this some okay. weird bacteria that shouldn't be present is okay. there is there a bladder stone is there a polyp in my dog's bladder you need to kind of investigate these things and honestly hopefully all the information comes back normal and you're sitting there stumped saying well shoot now i don't know why my dog has a uti but to some extent it's better than having pathology that you then have to deal with 
And right. then you can talk about diet, supplements, things like that. Okay. Okay, because okay. Hey, what you got to do is you got to become just like what we got to do in the human world. We can't be drones and just, you know, keep, you know, if it hasn't been fixed from the initial, like you said earlier, one round of antibiotics, everything's better. It goes away, never comes back. Right. Okay, Fine. but if it, yeah. Yeah, if it comes back, there's a reason. And you just don't keep pounding it round after round after round of antibiotics. And then if you didn't do any probiotics... Okay, now you really just trash the gut system with all because the antibiotic kills the good stuff as well as the bad stuff. All right, and so that's why, like I said, you can't be you can't be a drone. You've got to be your own advocate for yourself if it's your you are going to the doctor or for your pets. And so there's there's many avenues. Like Dr. Jessica, you know, is a a a good wealth of information, and you can uh, you can get you know like uh, X rays and ultrasounds done, and then like all the uh, the tests, and you can do a consult with her. You can send her all the info, and you can get her two cents worth in or five cents or fifty right. or whatever. Okay. But but bottom line, you need to like a you need to finding. yeah you need to look for the root cause. Okay, Jess, how can she okay. get a hold of you? Uh, through my website, holistic vet care dot com. Okay, so if anything, Holi- say when, and this is say a that he- again, holistic holistic vet care dot com. Okay. And you can go to mytalk1071.com, go to my show page, and there's a oh. link to her on my page, too, okay? Oh, okay, okay. Okay? Perfect. Okay. But no, now, remember, you're on a fact-finding, and uh, and like I say, you should be able to get this resolved and get her done, and, and she does not go you know, through this again. And it's all about diet, you know, Nutrisources, mm-hmm. awesome stuff, raw, uh, human good food, you mean variety, variety, so you got to either you roll up your sleeves because you got some ways to go here, okay? Mm-hmm. Right, so there's okay. a reason and there is a way out. Yep. But right. you have to, it, it, you have to figure it out. Is uh, that, I picked up some, uh, someone told me yogurt, uh, organic yogurt with probiotics in it. Nope. Sure. What? Why not? Well, yes, but that everybody thinks it's, it's that not, it's not going to fix it. Right. It's not going to fix it. Like you, you still have to do your fact finding mission and do other probiotics. Yeah. But yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, you can give a dog yogurt. Oh yeah. Oh yes, yes, yes. That's that'll just help a little bit. Yeah. What that'll help what's there, what the problem is, because I know it's yep. going to continue on. This is going to continue on, and I'm just. No, I can't do. I can't keep getting up. No, it's not. Right, it's not going to continue on because you're going to figure it out. But in the meantime, absolutely, you can give her yogurt, and it might be helpful. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, because you can use yogurt like to give pills or medicines and such like that. That's great. But too many people think of that probiotic in the yogurt. That's all they need to give. Right. The they thing, don't need yeah, to the give thing more. is, like with with a with a dog like this, um, it would just be kind of mistaken to think that there's going to be a quick fix right like yogurt yeah. is not going to solve the whole no, problem I, I, oh, but no, yeah no, but it'll help right. sure yep, yeah definitely okay no, kettle good luck a lot, you guys you bet good I'll luck keep you posted. i'll keep you posted oh good that good 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 and if you get what we talked about you can listen to the podcast at my show page at my talk 1071.com okay <laughs> all right all right good. take care okay. But, and so that's a good reminder when things are uh, it's a chronic it's ongoing ear infection ongoing ear they, they got them on antibiotics or on ongoing giardia or you know things like that then you better look be on a fact finding mission okay okay how much farther can a dog smell or hear than a human 10 times farther the same 4 times farther or 2 times farther we'll be back alright we got people waiting 
So we're just going to dive in here. How much farther can a dog hear than a human? Ten times farther, the same. Four times farther or two times farther. Rachel, you have any thoughts on this one? I'm going to go with ten times. Okay, Dr. Yes? Mm, four. Four times? You're going to say four? Okay, we'll go four. Mm-hmm. Ding, 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 ding. Although the hearing ability of a dog is dependent on the breed and age, study has shown that most dogs can hear roughly four times as far as a human, meaning a human can hear 20 feet what a dog can hear 80 feet. Oh, that's pretty wow. far. Isn't that crazy? Huh. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Okay. Where are we at? Oh. We've got Heather. Yeah, we're all set. Okay, yeah. I'll just try to think. Do we have to? No. No, I think we wrapped up. Okay, we got it. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Some days I just don't have it. All right. Heather's up. Hi, Heather. Thanks for holding. Hi. Thank you so much. And so what do we got going on? I have a new-to-me dog. Um, she is a 10-year-old plus, we're not entirely sure her age, uh, golden retriever who's overweight and comes to me with the goopiest eyes I've ever seen. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Now, did you adopt her or are you fostering her? Uh, well, we're adopting her. Uh, friend is moving and can't bring her with. Oh. And when I asked what food she had been on, she said... The most expensive stuff Target has. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I feed my dogs Pure Vita, so I'm like, so we'll switch that over. They're all good. Um, <laughs> she also comes from a house that uses a lot of cleaning products, and I'm a pretty natural cleaner. Oh, nice. So if it's environmental, it might clear itself up, but I just thought I would check with you guys okay. to see what you recommend to make her comfortable, because okay. I don't... That, that can't feel good. That well, really yeah, she's lucky that she stepped, fell into your lap here. So what do yeah. you think, Dr. Jess? So what, what's coming out of her eyes? It's goo, greenish. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it almost reminds me of when my kids had pink eye. Was she like that when you got her? Yeah. Okay. Because, you know, that's it's just like another mechanism of detoxification, right? So stuff yeah. coming out of every hole is kind of what you're looking at. So yeah. it kind of depends. I, just, I literally just got her today. I've known oh, okay. the dog for a while, okay. and she's always had it. And my okay. and I was told, oh, she just has allergies. And I'm like, well, what have you tried? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they go, this eye wash that we got at Fleet Farm. Oh, jeez. Oh, cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so internally, like, this is definitely a case for probiotics. Right. Okay. Right. Because you have to try to reset this dog's immune system. So along with the food, you could use you could use standard process canine immune system support. You could use um, I mean, there's probably other supplements out there for the immune system. Um, I think only natural pet does a pretty good job with their supplements. Uh, there's got to be tons of other ones that I just can't think what? of right now. Probiotics? No, no, no. Supplement companies that make things that will help with the immune system. Oh, vitalplanet.com? Vitalplanet? Okay. Vital, vitalplanet.com. And then what about springtimeinc.com? Oh, yeah. Springtime. Okay. Yeah. Fresh Spring factors time? would be helpful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Springtimeinc.com. So, so I would start with something like that and probiotics. And then okay. for the eyes specifically, you can use uh, chamomile tea. So you just brew the tea like you're going to drink it. Soak, you know, cool, let it cool yeah. in the fridge. Soak a cotton ball in it and just squeeze the cotton, like tip her head back and squeeze the cotton ball onto her eye and mean? really rinse her eye with chamomile tea. Really? It's okay. soothing. Yeah. It's wow. anti-inflammatory. So oh, sometimes cool. that is very effective. Um, there's also a line of homeopathic eye drops. Uh, the company that makes them is called Similasan. Can you spell that for me? S is in Sam, 
I, M as in Mary, I, L as in Larry, A, S as in Sam, A, N as in Nancy. Okay. And they sell them at Walgreens and CVS. And uh, they make one that's called Allergy Eye Relief. And so that um, helps a lot of these dogs, too. And basically it's, you know, so you could rinse with chamomile tea and then put in two drops of the Similisan Allergy Eye Relief and do that maybe a couple times a day. Oh, wow. Okay. So you said it's at Walgreens. So is it like a human eye drop that yeah. I can use yeah. on her safely? Okay. Yeah, but it's, uh, but it's only, the only ingredients are homeopathic remedies. Okay. It's very safe. So right. I yeah, I use those stuff in dogs a lot. So that would at least give you a place to start to kind of help her eyes be a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. Okay. Right. So that- chamomile, mm-hmm. tea for a wash, this stuff that I can't say, but I wrote it down. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and uh and then I'm looking for um the what was the first things you guys were talking about with the supplements? Oh, vitalplanet.com. Vital Planet. Yeah, okay. uh, springtimeinc.com. What was some... Or standard process canine immune system support. Okay. It's immune system support that I'm yeah. looking for. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. And then you talked about probiotics. So like yeah. apple cider vinegar and um, yogurt. Or- uh, go to your health food store and get something made by Garden of Life. Garden of Life. Okay, cool. Yeah. Any one of their products will do. All right, awesome. Okay, and then obviously, I'm sure you're going to do this already, is start cutting the food back. Uh, yeah. So that you know, can get some weight off, and that will help trigger a lot of good to come. So I'm, so, I'm proud of yeah. you rolling up your sleeve and taking this dog. <laughs> when we were taking him on a get-to-know-you walk, the two dogs together, she goes, your dog is really skinny. And I'm like, no. Yours is really <laughs> fat. <laughs> This is how they're supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, though, kiddo, is that um, people are so used to seeing overweight dogs that yeah. when they see a dog of good weight, they think they're anorexic. You yeah. know, and so it's it's really sad that how what the what has happened. Same with cats. People just yeah. with cats, indoor cats, they just oh, cats get fat. You know, they they yeah. don't think they need to do anything about it. It's like I just have a fat cat. It's wrong. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's very rewarding to well, they're killing them with to, kindness. It's very rewarding to take right. a dog like this and help them feel oh, better. Yes. And, Yep. Right. Right. Well, that's what those two cats remember, Bubba and Nor uh, not Norman uh, Albert. Okay, uh, Albert was. Uh, what was he, 32 pounds, and Bubba was 38 pounds. Those are cats. And it took me almost a year and a half with both each. These weren't at the same time to get the weight off and get them down to a regular, you know, what, where they could move. <laughs> but it is so rewarding. So so keep us posted, okay, kiddo? All right, will do. Thank you so much. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, no, isn't that something? But people are killing their dogs and cats with kindness. And they say, oh, me bad, me bad. It's not funny. <laughs> Just feed less. If you're a treat fanatic, use veggies, all kinds. Um, and not and just take a ration out in the morning that this bowl is what we're feeding the dog this day, you know, for the uh, for the veggies. Okay, and when that bo- that go- bowl is gone in an hour, too sad, too bad. You didn't ration out very good, did you? <laughs> and that's what has to happen. And I tell people to keep a journal of uh, uh, in one week, every time you give the dog or anybody gives anything to the dog, how much you know in the time and such like. People, I think, are really surprised at how much they truly do flip treats. They don't realize it because it becomes so automatic. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, when the dog and the cat gets older, just like with us, you know, they used to be able to eat a handful of treats without seeing anything weighed right. on. All of a sudden, they eat three treats, and you know, the older you get, it just goes right to the hips. Yeah. <laughs> okay, who's up? Okay, we've got Michelle. All right. 
Hi, Michelle. I guess your call got dropped earlier. What's up? I have two puppies. One is um, 16 months old, and the other, well, he's not really a puppy anymore, I suppose. And the other one is um, eight months. And they, a pug and a Frenchie. Okay. And they both eat, they're not only eating my wood furniture, but they're eating, they eat like trees outside. I mean, I can't, and they're on a, they're on nutrient-source diet. Mm-hmm. Um, I give them probiotic. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, poop seems to be fine. I can't, I just am at a wit's end. Like, they're going to turn into trees. <laughs> <laughs> they're uh, even eating my deck, like the wood. Yeah. Oh, don't do that because a lot of those decks have arsenic in them and it'll kill your dogs. I know. Yeah. I know. So, well, I'm on patrol, but they pick. It's crazy. So you had a pug and a Frenchie, correct? Yes. Okay, Dr. Jess, what's your thoughts? Well, it's weird to see um, dogs in the house where there's more than one dog doing it, right? Yeah. Like, well, the pug it, it, is not eating the furniture, just the Frenchie, just the baby. But oh, okay. Outside, yeah, outside. The pug is not eating the furniture. He just eats every stick bark leaf, anything he can find. The other one, the baby, she eats everything plus the corner of my couch. Okay. And how old is the pug? Um, 12, 13, 14, 15 months. You're oh, you're so you have a couple of really young dogs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yep. they, they do put everything in their mouths, right? Because they don't have thumbs. Right. And so they're... And I, they mm-hmm. get exercise. Oh yeah, 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 but they, but they're investigating their world, right? Yeah, exactly. So everything goes in their mouth. Yeah. So it it is. I you know I have a lot of people with young dogs who are like, oh my god, she eats sticks every time she goes outside. Right. Yes, yes, that is what they do. Please try to Don't stop worry them. About it. Well, no, I would I would not let my dogs eat sticks, but no. you know, but you kind of do what you can while recognizing that it's in their nature. They're gonna they're gonna try to eat dead leaves. They're gonna try to eat the mulch. They're gonna try right. to. You know, chew on things. At this time. And usually why there are, it, they, they do, it's because they're bored. They're investigating. So more teaching tricks, doing dog brain games, doing brain teasers, using their mind will make them calmer and not so, you know, wanting to oh, go eat this branch and eat this tree. And da, 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 you know what I mean? They, right. They're too mentally tired to go do that stuff. They right. usually play together outside pretty heavily. So mm-hmm. I don't, I mean... Th- their outside time is usually playing together. And then as soon as they're turned out, then they go for the, the tree. Right. right. And so then, like, what is the opportunity for the Frenchie to eat your couch? Like, Just, when, when is that happening? She'll be outside exhausted or it'll be hot. Like, and she'll come mm-hmm. in. And honestly, she just targets this one spot. Oh. And I put apple cider vinegar on it. Oh, now you now you set you, you gave her you made it seasoned for her. Oh come on! <laughs> I thought that was worse. No, <laughs> it doesn't. Is this just y'all serious? My mom, oh, I used to see some dressing. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> right? because I used to eat my fingernails. My mom got that nail polish that tastes yucky. You know, the first yeah. two times and it went to my mouth it was like poo poo poo, and then all of a sudden. You know, that's not bad. And okay, I chewed great. right through that medicine, no problem. And that's what I equate that apple cider vinegar, or not apple yeah. cider, bitter apple. You know, because there are some dogs that are a little bit more sensitive, you know, that it might work. But as a Keep general rule, yeah, as a general and rule. I tell, I'm teaching her leave it, good. both of them. Good, But I, I mean, and I train them as much as I can. You know, I work both of Yep. Yeah, but the thing is, you know, you cannot leave puppies unattended. Right. <laughs> right. And I not, not for one them. second. I Good. just feel like mm-hmm. with this heat, it's been so much because they can't, they right. just can't be out in it. That right, right. They're not getting enough 
Right. And so like one thing that I recommend for people is, um, and you might have to double this, but one puppy should have a couple of Kong toys. I have those. And stuff them. So stuff your Kong with, I don't care what, you could use half ground beef and half steamed sweet potatoes, raw ground beef. You could use half raw ground turkey and half cream cheese. Oh, in the in the Kong? Yes, you stuff your Kongs and you freeze them. And yep, that I way... That, I do that with the Kong spray, but I've never oh. put actual... Yeah, not the spray because that cheesy stuff, that is not What is that, like feeding, yeah, feeding your dog cheese whiz, whiz all the like time? Yeah, don't yeah. feed your dog cheese oh. whiz. It's just going to amp them up. They don't need more sugar. Yeah. <laughs> and right. So, and so basically then when you have to be on that Zoom call or when somebody comes to the door, no, no. you have your frozen Kong and you say, here, this is what you're going to do. Yeah. But at the same time, you have to contain your puppies. Yeah, they're going to be in their kennels. Well, I, I do a lot. Yeah, right. I mean, right. Is, but but, but if but if you if like you cannot physically have eyes on them, it, you don't you don't leave you don't leave a toddler in a room unattended because right. they're gonna know, electrocute right. themselves. Yeah. <laughs> and this is just at this stage. You got two young pups, yep. okay? Well, and they also won't play. If I had four kongs, they'd each take the one that the one has. I mean, right. they don't care. There's- you set up two X pens. Look at how fun your life is going to be. Yeah. Oh, it's, I know, it's fun. It'll get better. They're getting better. But yes. And I that's, think the whole eating of the furniture thing is not. Right, but he, you gave him opportunity. Remember that. Right. You oh, gave him opportunity. Me. I'm just trying so, to be. So, no, just let him drag. Exercise them. No, lead, let him drag a leash around. Uh, you let him drag a leash around so you got something to step on. You keep him in the same room as you. If you don't yep. have time, you're busy. They go to their kennels. The dogs don't perceive time like we perceive time. If they're, let's say they were in for a half hour and then they're out for like 10, 15 minutes and they go, no, dogs don't. And then like with the Kongs, they go into their kennels to get the Kongs. So now you know there's no fights and now you know one isn't getting everything. So you just got to regulate everything and don't get the human emotions out there and start thinking out of there and start thinking yeah. like a dog. Dogs don't perceive time like we do. Okay. And so the thing is, is that they're not going to be scarred for life. (laughs) They're not going to need mental therapy because they spent some time into their kennels. (laughs) You know, and just when you have them go to the kennels, it's always a happy thing. Even if you are fried, your last nerd, kennels, let's go. Yay, you. Okay. And so they're like, okay, mom. Yes, us. Okay. So, uh, so you just present it and and things will get, and then as they get older, they're going to become more a slug. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Okay. Yeah, yeah there, there's a book out there. Whoops, hold on. Yeah. Hold that thought. We wait. Okay, hold on. Don't don't hang up, okay? okay? Okay, a dog's sense of smell is how much better than a human's? 10 times, 10,000 times, 100 times, or 1,000 times. We'll be back. Oh, boy, there we go. We go. We're winding down here. We still got stuff to get to. So, a dog's sense of smell is how much more than a human's? 10 times, 10,000 times, 100 times, 1,000 times. What do you think, Rachel? I got to get one right here. Okay. 10 times? 10 times? What do you think, Dr. Jess? Oh, 10,000. Ding, ding, ding. Oh it's 10,000 times better than a human. Dog possesses, dogs possess up to 300 million olfactories, uh, receptors in their noses compared to about 6 million for a human. And the percentage of a dog's brain is developed to analyzing smells in about 40 times greater than ours. As a result, a dog's sense of smell is roughly 10,000 times keener than humans. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, mm-hmm. come on up. Uh, did Michelle leave? Oh, she must have left. Yeah, 
We okay. lost her. Okay, well, Michelle, if you got it, what book did you suggest to Michelle? Oh, it's called Rough Love, R-U-F-F, by Susan Garrett. And it's basically um, about how to how to use the dog crate okay, so that you don't feel guilty about it. Yes. Like how to use it, when to use it, how to kind of, you know, build a relationship with your dog so that somebody's in charge and it better be you. There you so. go. Well, see, and the thing is, everybody thinks the word in charge means... Me master you dog. That's not it. It's having boundaries. It's following through, teaching the dogs words and what they mean. And especially dogs under two need a lot of, you know, they a guide. They need a leader to follow to figure out how do we make this come together. Right. And that's got it. That's why I'm a human trainer, not a doctor. Either. Right. And chances are, you know, all of us have been to somebody's home where the dogs are running the show. You bet. And not only is it not fun, but the dogs aren't happy no, either. They're not. And then that's when they start having fun, fights among the rank, you know, the ranks. Yeah. Uh, owners getting bit because it's just the dog. There isn't a clear definition of who's in charge, yep. and it's not me, master you, dog. That's not it. Understanding the dog's brain—that's where you call me and talk to me or do a private lessons, and I can help you understand how a dog thinks, so you can have a. But just like earlier, the caller, the dog didn't want to walk with her. I know why. He doesn't see her as a, somebody worth following. You know, right, so and to some extent, melts. kind of what that means is that the dog does not have confidence in the owner. Right. And so, step up. Be a leader. Uh, no kidding. No kidding. We do have Michelle back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, Michelle, t- take out, check out the what we just said, the book. Okay. Okay. But do she, do, listen to the podcast, Michelle? Yeah. Yeah, listen to the podcast. Go. What, what book? She's on their line again. Rough Love. Okay. R-U-F-F. Okay. Rough Love by Susan Garrett. Right. And can I get you one more quick, quick question? Very How do quick. You get them to sleep past five a.m. Say again. Seriously. You can't. They're a dog, just what? like a child. You can't. They, you bark, they bark until I get them. Okay, they put yes. a bark collar on them. <laughs> yes, they do. That. Yeah, but that's dogs. Yes, that is. I mean, and that that to me is normal. Like that's how dogs should be. As soon as your eyelids start to flutter, dogs are like, "Yes, yeah. it is morning. We are awake." Oh my. Okay. Okay. Everyone I know has dogs that sleep in. No, there, has, there is something wrong with their dogs. Right. Well, then you got to remember, every dog has a different personality. Every breed does things different. The way you right. run your household is different. You know, there's kill, you know, two-legged kids. Your parents let them stay up to two in the morning, and they slept sleep till noon. You know, like then they're two and three years old. You right. know what I mean? And so every dog is different. So the thing is, is that. It sounds like you're just too impatient and you want it the way that you want it instead of understanding the personalities of dogs you have and working well, with Well, and it. I understand. I'm up early, so they're up early during the right. week. Right. And, and it, and it takes care. time. It takes time. You have puppies. Yeah, two-legged kids. Yeah, two-legged kids and four-legged kids don't know what weekends are. <laughs> right. Don't worry. you got, got years it. of coming that they will hang out until 10 when you're ready to get up, okay? <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you. Thank okay, you. take care. Bye-bye. Okay, now uh, now we talked about doo-doos, now vomit. Yeah, we talked a lot about diarrhea, yep. but let's talk about vomiting. Okay, so, vomit. Number one thing, if your dog ever vomits, and I don't care why, stop feeding them. Yeah. Stop. Stop. Do not put things in the front door if things are coming back out the front door. Okay. You can let them have water, mm-hmm. of course. Water's always available, but don't feed them. I think sometimes the first thing that people do when the dog vomits is they say, oh, uh, breakfast just came back up. Let me find something else for you to eat. No, do not feed a vomiting dog. And if your dog is seriously ill and it vomits for longer than a day, don't feed it for longer than a day. They won't starve to month. They won't starve to death in a month. Right. 
you're not going to starve your dog by not feeding it. And then what they are throwing up makes a difference. What they're throwing up makes a difference. And then also, so once you say you make that mistake, right? You goof, your dog barfs, you feed it again, then it barfs more. So you need to break that cycle by not feeding. So sometimes that's part of the problem. So if you stop feeding the dog and the dog stops vomiting after a while, then I would just don't, you don't go feed the dog as soon as you think, well, gosh, he hasn't barfed in four hours. No, give him at least 24 hours without vomiting. You want your dog to be hounding you for food. You want the dog to be chasing you down and saying, gosh, when is dinner served? I'm starving. But if it's been less than 24 hours, you just ignore that. Now, if you stop feeding the dog and the dog vomits and vomits and vomits and vomits, you need to get an x-ray. And to some extent you do like time is of the essence if the vomiting is unprovoked. So you've stopped putting things in the dog's mouth, but the dog has continued to vomit several times over the course of a day. It's time to go get an x-ray. Right, because usually that's what happens when they throw up on a regular basis. There's a, like an obstruction. Swallowed a sock, yeah. swallowed a ball. Same yeah. with a cat. You know, like a lot of those cat toys I hate. But anyway, and so, uh, yeah, it's usually so an obstruction look if it's that. a repaid. Correct. Yes. Now, if you have an older dog who's not feeling well and is doing some vomiting, or not necessarily older, I guess, sometimes it's worth looking at blood tests because kidney disease will make them vomit. Liver disease will make them vomit. So all sorts of things can contribute to that. And you have to do some investigating. So you have to look at yourself and say, well, gosh, did I give the dog a greenie? Did I give the dog a bully stick? Am I feeding the dog some food that has gone rancid because the bag's been open for too long? Okay. Or is there something else going on? So it's kind of like we were talking earlier about a fact finding mission. You have to investigate these things. You have to basically sit down and think about it instead of just jumping to one thing. Well, let me give them this. Let me give them yogurt. Let me do this. Let me, you have to do some investigating first. Yeah. I've got puppies, some puppies that have come to my class and I tell them not to feed before class because that makes the tired proper tired, but the stress and the over wanness of a puppy class, some dogs will Ralph their whole, what they fed on the floor and they're not sick. It's just the anxiousness. There's like some people throw up, like going on the radio or a TV or whatever type thing. Stage fright. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's why, like I said, it's gotta be a fact, but if a dog does throw up on a regular basis, like, you know, Let's say he did it uh, like uh, every half, uh, like for three half hour, you know, an hour and a half, you know, right away. My knee jerk would think that it's an obstruction, you, you know, uh, and yeah. that there's yeah. a problem. If a dog continues to vomit when there's nothing left. Yes. Yeah. Then you have to think about that possibility. Now, at the same time, I, I do ask what dogs are vomiting, whether it's food, bile, etc. Okay, yeah. But sometimes it's not so important, actually. Okay. Thank you so much for being on. And once again, Thank how can you. I get a hold of you? Uh, through my website, holistic-vet-care.com. All right. Thank you all for listening and sharing your Sunday afternoon. Thank you, Rachel. We did it again. We're moving forward. Take care of train on, guys.